Welcome again to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad you joined me today as we continue our study of Paul's letter to the Church of Ephesus. Such incredible, powerful truth jam-packed into this letter, truly inspired of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to pick up reading today in chapter 2. And... Um, Let's start reading at verse 14. We we uh, we dealt with verse 14, particularly the last two days, but I'm going to read it and we'll continue on down. And there's some powerful truths we'll get into in the latter part of this chapter two. But in verse 14, it says, he himself, talking of Jesus, he himself is our peace, who has made both one. He's referring to Jew and Gentile who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. That's what we were talking about yesterday. Go back and listen to that that episode. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, what, what, the, the law of commandments contained in, contained in ordinances so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. So, so Jesus Christ is creating a new body. Paul uses the word a new man, but a a new person, a new body, a of, of believers in Christ Jesus, made up of both Jew and Gentile. Verse sixteen, that he might reconcile them both to God. I often have people say, "Do you believe in replacement theology?" My answer is, no, I believe in reconciliation theology, which Paul is presenting here, that God is reconciling both Jew and Gentile to himself through Christ Jesus. But I want to mention where he says here in verse 15, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances. The enmity, he says, that was keeping Jew from Gentiles, he refers to it as the law of commandments. Now, Paul is not talking about morality and uh, having good morals and doing the right thing and being obedient to God. He's talking about the whole Jewish law an oral law that had been developed around the Torah so that by the first century, uh, the rabbis, well, let me, let me say it like this. For the Orthodox Jew of the first century, the law, which included the writings of the rabbis and elders, was the central focus of their identity as a people and was considered the point of division between themselves and the Gentile nations. Uh, I'll comment on this a little bit. When, when Nebuchadnezzar, the, you know, the Babylonian, came in and overrun Jerusalem, burned the city, destroyed the temple, carried away the, the vessels of the temple, carried away uh, many people captive back to Babylon, left just a few people, the poor, back in the land. There was no longer, at, before then, the temple had been the center of their identity as a people, the center of their worship. But now they no longer had a temple to go to. And so synagogues arose. 
synagogue just means a gathering place. That's what it means. And a synagogue. And in the synagogues that arose through the Jewish diaspora throughout uh, that part of the world, the ancient world, they begin to, because of, of the the dispersion of, of the Jews and carried away as slaves and, and uh, scattered throughout the world, Jewish communities begin to rise up. Well, there was nothing back in their homeland at, at first. And so these synagogues began to be built. And for many, it was too far of a trek anyway. So the synagogues began to build. And in the synagogue, the study of the law became the center, the most important thing of the synagogue, the study of the law. And then rabbis and teachers of the law begin to develop their commentaries that now we find in writings like the Mishnah, the Talmud, and so on. And um, by the time of Jesus, the rabbis, through their study of the law, had identified 613 commands in the Torah, the Torah being the first five books of the Old Testament, sometimes called the Pentateuch. These 613 commands consisted of 365 prohibitions and 248 positive commands. The Pharisees of Jesus' day believed that if all Israel kept the law, kept the 613 commands for just one day, the Messiah would come and the kingdom would come. They therefore called upon the Jews to take upon themselves the yoke of the law. That meant make a commitment that you're going to do everything you can to memorize these 613 commands and keep everyone to the letter. Uh, now, Jesus spoke about this one time. He, he said to the Pharisee, I mean, a, a, a sharp rebuke. He said, you can pass sea and land to make one proselyte. What's he, what's he talking about? Because they preached to people to take upon themselves the yoke of the law. Make this commitment to, to, to memorize and keep all 613 commands. Now, these, these commands were not all found in the, the Torah itself. They were commands that had been developed out of the Torah by rabbis and teachers and so on. Well, this had people burdened down. And Jesus said to the Pharisees, he said, you can pass sea and land to make one proselyte because they, they invited and they urged people to take upon themselves the yoke of the law. And Jesus said, you can pass sea and land to make one proselyte. And when you make him, you make he's more of a child of hell than you are. Wow, powerful words. Because it either led to frustration and hopelessness. I can never keep all of these. Or if somebody felt that they were, a pride. And looking down at their nose at other people, like the, the the parable Jesus told of a Pharisee and a publican who was who, who were known sinners went to pray, and the Pharisee prayed and said, "Lord, I thank you. I'm not like this publican over here. I go to synagogue, I pray, I fast twice a week, I give tithes." <laughs> he had become self righteous and proud in himself. And so this this was the law, but this the the law of this sort had become 
that which identified the Jews, by which they identified themselves, and it was the thing that separated them from the Gentiles. This, this is why Paul's conversion was so radical when Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus, because all of a sudden, the law was no longer the center of his life. Jesus, a person now, becomes the center of his life. And now he sees the Old Testament scriptures in a totally different light. He sees that Jesus, the Messiah, is now the center, the goal, and the purpose even of the Old Testament scriptures. Now, I want... I, I want to just, I'll, I'll close with this and we will elaborate it more next time. But this is the context in which Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, I think it begins at verse 28, Matthew chapter 11. I want to give you the exact verse because you may want to look it up sometime after we're, we're off here. But in Matthew eleven twenty-eight, 28, Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, he's not talking about people who are burdened down, laden down with sin. He's talking to religious people who are burdened down, trying to keep 613 commandments, trying to jump through all of these hoops. And Jesus said, come to me. In other words, it's an invitation to come. And he says, take my yoke upon you. You've been yoked up to the law and trying to keep 613 commands. Come and get yoked up with me. Get into a personal relationship with me and you will find rest for your souls. Uh, our society today, our world is looking for rest for their souls, peace for their minds. Jesus invites us today, come to me. And I, the, the Greek, it literally says, I will rest you. Take my yoke upon you. Get in relationship with me. Learn to move with me. Learn to listen to me. Learn to obey me when I speak. And you will find rest for your souls. Hey, I'm Eddie Hyatt. Lord, I thank you today. Jesus, we thank you for this revelation that you have given us through through Paul, your servant. Thank you, Lord, that you invite us to come and take your yoke, get in, get hitched up with you, get in relationship with you, and we will find rest for our souls. Thank you for that, Lord. I speak peace and rest to every person listening to this episode today. May you find rest for your souls today in Jesus. I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Eddie Hyatt Podcast.